0: So we're grateful for the church family. I asked my buddies back there in the media to put a picture up before I preach. And I want you to take a good look at it. It's okay to laugh in church, by the way. Father is restoring the innocence of his children and teaching us to find joy again. In the simple things of life. Now that's not me. But I just want you to know it could be. It could be me. Because I do have chickens. And uh, it's, I'm telling you that makes my day right there. When you think about the innocence and the joy. This is the heart of the Father. And I want to tell you once again, the the good news is better than we thought it was. Come on, because we learn every day the goodness of God. Do you believe in the goodness of God? When, When you think about the goodness of God, I have to go in this little thread for you. Psalm 3410 says, The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want, lack any good thing. Look at your neighbor and just testify and tell them good things are coming. Psalm 84, 11, the Lord God is a sun and shield. He will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly before him. I can't do that without his help, but that means I'm the recipient of all good things. Look at somebody else and tell them good things. Psalm 103, 1, bless the Lord, O my soul and all that is in me. Bless the Lord and forget not all his benefits. He forgives me of all my iniquities. That's past tense. He heals me of all my diseases. he delivers my life from destruction and crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies, and satisfies my mouth with good things, so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. Look at somebody else and tell them good things are coming matthew seven eleven if you be an evil or limited or worldly minded, know how to give good things to your children. How much more does your heavenly father know? How much more does he know how to give good things to those who ask him? Then it says in Philippians 1, 6, being confident of this very thing that he who started a good work in you. You got to believe that. He started it. Hebrews said he's the originator. Salvation was his idea. Before we ever wanted to be saved, it was His idea. He who started a good work in you will complete it, perfect it until the day of Jesus. Philippians, uh, when, when you look at Philippians two thirteen, it says, "For it is God that works in you, because He's willing and to do His good pleasure." Yeah. I want to talk just for a little bit about the I wills of the Father. When you think about covenant, it's so important that you and I understand the covenant does not hang on, on humans. The covenant that God made with his son on the cross does not hang, the, 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 the guarantee does not hang on human ability. Religion won't tell you that. and. I just have to say that because it doesn't hang. And I'm going to tell you why. It says in Hebrews 9, 24 and 25. I'm going to read it from the Amplified Classic uh, translation. and, And it's going to bless you. Because he says, For Christ the Messiah has not entered into a sanctuary made with human hands. Only a copy and a pattern and type of the true one. But he has entered into heaven itself. Now to appear in the very presence of God on our behalf. What does that mean? He's with the Father as us. Come on, that, that don't mean that we're Jesus. That means, I told my wife again on the way to church, I said, Jesus wants to hold your hand. She said, Jesus is already holding my hand. I said, touche. I said, I said, I got that. I, I just wanted to hear you testify. And, and so... He says, verse 25, Nor did he enter into the heavenly sanctuary to offer himself regularly again and again, as the high priest enters the Holy of Holies every year with blood not his own. For then would he have often have had to suffer over and over again since the foundation of the world. But as is now, he has once for all at the consummation and close of the ages, at at this season, appeared to put away and abolish sin by his sacrifice, the sacrifice of himself. Once and for all. Now, Hebrews 10. Look at Hebrews 10. I want you to go with me for just a moment. In Hebrews, let me see. Yeah, I've got it marked. Hebrews ten nineteen and 20. Actually, 12 through 20, but I'm just going to read 19 and 20. Therefore, brethren, since we have full freedom and confidence to enter into the Holy of Holies by the power and the virtue of the blood of Jesus, by this fresh, new, and living way which He initiated and dedicated and opened for us through the separating curtain, veil of the Holy of Holies, that is through the flesh, and since we have a great wonderful noble priest high priest who rules over the house of God let us all come forward and draw near with true hearts and unqualified assurance and absolute conviction engendered by faith that by leaning on the of the entire human personality on God and absolute trust and confidence in his power wisdom and goodness having our hearts sprinkled and purified from an evil conscience guilty evil conscience and our bodies cleansed with Pure water, so let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised is faithful to his word. I'm going to talk today about the faithfulness of God. I'm going to talk about the I wills of God. When you think about uh, Hebrews and also in Hebrews 6, 13, 14 is... This is why I don't stand on human ability. Because when God made, uh, made covenant with Abraham, it was without human participation. He was there and God did it on his behalf. Now listen. He says in Hebrews 6, 13 and 14, Do not continue offering or yielding your bodily members and faculties to sin as instruments, tools of wickedness, but offer and yield yourselves to God as though you've been raised from the dead. You understand, if you have risen with Christ, is what Paul says in Colossians, if you then be risen with Christ, when Jesus rose, we, through faith in his, in his resurrection, are partakers of that resurrected life. He says, he says, but offer and yield yourselves to God as though you have been raised from the dead to perpetual life in your bodily members and faculties to God, presenting them as implements of righteousness. For sin shall not, no longer exert dominion over you. Since when? Since Adam. Since now you're not under the law as slaves, but under grace as subjects of God's favor and mercy. Oh my goodness. Now, Genesis 3.15 was the first announcement of the covenant. And there's no human participation in that either. Remember when Adam and Eve sinned and they came, God came walking up in the garden and they, they've sowed fig leaves together. Amen. You see, they're more, fo- more, fo- more focused on themselves because their conscience has been awakened. Amen. Because they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And all of a sudden, they feel guilt and shame. And they're covering themselves with fig leaves, probably hiding in that same tree. And the, the, the Lord shows up. And he says, where are you, Adam? You don't need to. He's asking a question not to get information. He already knows where he is. And they'd sewed fig leaves together. He said, that won't do. Sit down over there. Let me take care of this and show you what is required. And he brings the first, he brings animal skins. So the shedding of blood, representing the covenant God would make. He said, this is the covenant. He began to speak it. He said, he said, I want to tell you, you're going to eat dust. You're going to crawl on your belly and eat dust. We're made of dust, right? The devil is a roaring lion walks about seeking human made of devour. But he said this, he said, your seed will bruise the heel of the seed of the woman but hear this, the seed of the woman will bruise your head. He's talking about authority. This is the covenant that's coming because God spoke in eons past our, before the foundation of the world, Christ was crucified. Now I want you to think about this. When God instituted the sacrifices, we find that Over in the Old Testament, I want to show you some verses. I know it's going to be a lot of reading, but it's important that we know what what the Word of God says. In in Jeremiah 31, verse 33 and 34. But this is the covenant. Covenant is not a contract, it's unbreakable, it's ratified. By blood. He said, but this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. Now you understand we're the spiritual house of Israel. Because Abraham is our spiritual father. We're the seed of Abraham through faith in Jesus Christ. After those days, says the Lord, what days? When Jesus goes to the cross. And the Holy Spirit is sent back. To show us the Father, Son, and Spirit, to show us this love. I will put my law within them. And on their hearts will I write it. Notice the I wills. I will. God said, I will. He didn't say it. There's no, nothing in there about what we have to do. He says, On their hearts will I write it, and I will be, I will be their God. And they will be my people. Amen. Oh, my. He says, and they will no more teach every man his neighbor and each man his brother saying, know the Lord. Now, he's not talking about the fivefold minister gifts because they're a gift from God to bring us into a deeper understanding and knowledge. But he said, you're no longer ha- going to have to uh, try and struggle to know him. Right. He said, for they will all know me. They'll recognize, understand, and be acquainted with me from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and I will seriously remember their sin no more. I will forgive. Now, I want, you to, tell, I want to tell you that forgive is an English word. Over in the New, Te- New Testament, that word is there too. This is part of the covenant. Covenant. But if you look over in 1 John, i gotta t- I got to lay a foundation for what I'm about to share with you. Okay, I didn't mark this, but I can find it really quick. 1 John chapter 1. Verse 8, let's begin with verse 8. If we say we have no sin, refusing to admit we are sinners, we delude and lead ourselves astray, and the truth with the gospel preached is not in us, does not dwell in our hearts. If we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, that word confess comes from a word homologio, the, the word in the middle there is logos, to speak, homilegio It means to agree with another or speak the same thing as another. To confess means to say and speak and agree the same thing with another. So he said, if we freely Confess. He's, if we agree with him. Yeah. The woman caught in the act of adultery, remember? Yeah. She's at Jesus' feet, probably half naked. She's, they drug her before Jesus. Said this woman's guilty of adultery and she's supposed to be stoned to death. My question has always been, where's the man? Because if yeah. you read the law, they're both supposed to be there. Yeah. That's how religion is. Jesus looks up from doodling and says, The one without sin, you. Now, he's the only one qualified, you know. He's the only one in all of the group that's qualified to throw a stone. And he says, Okay, the one without sin, you throw the first stone. And he doodles. And they begin to leave from the oldest to the youngest, being convicted in their hearts. We can be convicted without action. That's what they did. But the woman, she is agreeing because Jesus said, where's your accusers? I don't have any. You won't find one in me either. Go and sin no more. That word sin, harmatia. We know it it, by translation. We've heard it most of our lives. It means to miss the mark. But really, the deep meaning of that word means to not have a share in. We begin to try to imitate the world. And John said, if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. Do you know in all of the scriptures, agape is there's two words for love phileo which is brotherly love and agape i believe the holy spirit he 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 strictly refused to allow them put to put another word eros in there for love because that's uh, it's a, it's a kind of love it's a user it's the kind of love that will use you up As long as you're the the beautiful, the best, the highest, it'll embrace you. When you stop being that, it'll kick you to the curb and look for the next one. Come on, somebody. Isn't that like the world? Isn't that like the world? So I want to tell you something. We're, We're all in a great place. And he said, when we admit and confess, he's faithful, true to his own nature and promises. And will forgive our sins, dismiss our lawlessness, and continually cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Everything uh, not in conformity to His will and purpose is what that means. Thought and action. Now, I want to I share some words with you. When you think about this word, if we confess our sins, harmatia. Having no share in it means to be become someone that God never intended for you to be. It, it means to take on. Now, let me let me share a couple of things with you about. Just pray, Pastor. Amen. Lord, we pray for her family. We ask you, God, that you have moved mightily, bring protection and provision. Lord, we ask you to intervene right now in Jesus' name. Let the power of your love and the power of your presence, Lord, bring a settling, God, to the chaos the enemy would seek to bring. And we give you praise, Lord, because you're greater in us than he that's in the world. So we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Continue to believe God for intervention. Whatever the situation is, God can do it. So when you go back in the Old Testament, every year, once a year, the priest would have two goats. He would have the goat that, was, that he would pick. They had to be without blemish. Could have been the Bible. The, the King James says it's goats. It could have been lambs because they, they sacrificed lambs for 1,500 years before John shows up and points to Jesus. They sacrificed lambs and, and so there was one that was, that was uh, marked for death because the, the priest could only go into the Holy of Holies behind the curtain once a year and not without blood. Can you imagine year after year the crusted blood that was on the top of the mercy seat from the year before? And, he go, and later on, they decided they better tie a rope on his ankle because if he goes into the presence of God and he's got sin in his life, we'll have to pull him out and we can't go in. Pull him out by his ankle. You understand the holiness of God and the, the presence of power of God. So he would take one goat and he would lay hands on the goat, confessing the sins of the people. Israel. He represented all. Now I want you to notice something about this: the priest never inspected the worshipper. He never looked over the one bringing the lamb. He examined the sacrifice. Amen. Boy, that'll bring you some freedom. (sighs) He would lay hands on that perfect animal and then they would cut the jugular and catch the blood in a basin and he would go in and sh- sprinkle the mercy seat and their sins would be that was a temporary because hebrews says it's not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away our sin sin it was a, like a it was like a band-aid but it was, a, it was pointing to something much greater. The other goat, he would also lay hands on and confess the sins of Israel and send it out into a place uninhabited. Amen. As if to say, your sins. Remember Jeremiah 31? I will remember their sins no more. So he says in the scripture, John says, Behold, now, now forgiveness is a good word, but it's not, it, it, it's an English word that doesn't take the whole picture of what God did for us in His Son, what Jesus did. It goes much deeper oh, yeah. than just, let me give you the Webster's de- definition of that. That word forgiveness, this is what it means. Let me find it here. Yeah, yeah. It says, To excuse. For a fault or an offense, to renounce anger or resentment against, to absolve from payment of debt, Jesus accomplished more than this English word "forgive" could ever cover in that definition. Amen. Let me tell you why. Luke 4:18. Jesus goes into the temple after he comes out of the mountain of temptation and he opens the scroll of Isaiah. They didn't have a Bible, right? Yeah. Well, they, but they had the scrolls. He opened it to Isaiah and he began to read about himself where Isaiah said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he's anointed me to preach the gospel, the good news. You understand what good news is. Good news it means that you're not, it's more than just you're not going to hell. Come on, somebody. The good news uh, means that you can have heaven on earth. He said, he sent me to preach the good news to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive uh, and to preach the opening of eyes to those that are blind, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and he said something that infuriated the religious people. He said, this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. Now, I want you to think about this. Forgive. Much deeper. It comes from a word. (laughs) Aphimai. You can look it up. Aphimai. It means to take away. It means to carry away. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away. Remember the goat? I'll put your sins as far as the east is from the west. You understand, he didn't say north is from the south because there's a North Pole and a South Pole. If you go east, you can keep going. Come on. You can go west and you can keep going. I'll cast your sins as far as the east is from the west, never to be remembered against you anymore. Aphimai means to take away, to carry away. Ooh! Surely he has carried our sicknesses. He carried our he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Come on, you understand if he took it away, what are we doing with it? The enemy, that's right. The enemy wants to put guilt and condemnation and talk you out of what Jesus did for you. But when we come in agreement, if we confess our sins, now let me tell you something else about confession. Some people would ask, well, how? I can't remember every sin. If you want want to keep a ledger, go ahead and try. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to help you <laughs> go ahead and try I, I just, just try it for a few days keep a ledger it won't work because we he's not analytical or logical in the way he does things my ways are past finding out my thoughts are higher than your thoughts but as the rain comes down the snow and waters the earth and causes it to bud, bring forth fruit, so shall my word be it will accomplish what I sent it out to do. It will not return into me void. Now, for years, I, I said that's the Bible, which means book, holy book. But I discovered that word is more than a book. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Come on, you understand, Jesus is the Word, and He's not going to return to His Father empty-handed. It's prophecy over in the Old Testament that said he's going to prosper in the thing that uh, that I sent him out to do. He that it, it, and he tells in fifty chapter fifty four. He said, "Strengthen your uh, enlarge your borders and strengthen your tent stakes, because I'm about to fill the house and the kingdom with children. Come on, more than the married one. I'm going to fill the house with children, and I'm going to fill it with those that believe in the Son of God and what He's done for them. And we see a picture here as God begins, begins to unfold his unshakable covenant. And he is faithful in that covenant. Aphimai, it's another word that comes from that word. It's called a thesis, A-P-H-E-S-I-S. That word means freedom. When he takes it away, we can live in freedom. Amen. Doesn't mean we are perfect. Mom and Daddy used to say they're putting on airs. Oh, they're just putting on airs. I know what that means. I can't find it in the dictionary, but I know what it means. It means they're wearing a mat. They're being somebody they weren't. They're not really genuine. Amen. But you can be genuine. You can live. You can be yourself. Be true to the Father and being true to who you are. That means that you all your anxiety and all of the trying to fit in and make people look at you and say, wow. You don't have to worry about that. The Father's heart is so for you. Paul said in Romans 8, 31, What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? Next verse, verse 32, He who spared not his own Son, but offered him up for us all, how will he not with him a thesis freely give us all things? Look at your neighbor and tell him good things are coming. Let's go off of my books down here. I don't remember. (laughs) I tell people I really don't forget. I just got a bigger file, you know, after all these years. It's a bigger file. It takes me longer to find it, right? So here's some things that God will do. He'll remove the guilt and the shame, freeing you from the authority and the power of darkness. He's translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Number two, he'll give us the motive and the desire to enable us. an enabling power to live in love. I'm telling you, I'm deeper in it than I've ever been. I'm deeper in love. You know, most of the songs, millions of songs have been written. I remember one growing up. You've heard me talk about it. Who loves you, pretty mama? Beach Boys. <laughs> but that's not the Bible kind of love. That's closer akin to the eros. When people say, I love you, it's not really. Many times it's infatuation. Right? Infatuation can get you in trouble if you, if you make that a lifelong commitment to try to be infatuated because soon sooner or later i looked in the mirror i said wow man i'm quite kind of shocked i got old this quick but i'm gonna enjoy this journey i am going to look at your neighbor and tell them i'm just going to be a sight yeah that's what preacher said (laughs) (laughs) he's already one he's yeah i love him number three He causes us to belong to Him. He causes us to belong to Him, bringing us into the covenant family of God. He gives us the power to live in His love, His love, so that we can love our neighbors and love who He created us to be. Jesus said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. He did, he's This agape, I can't do it in my own strength. So number four, he frees us from the bondage to Satan and all the power of darkness. I already talked about that. Number five, he brings us the knowledge of God because he's with us. He gives us the knowledge of God so that the blessing he can bring us in all we put our hands to do. brings us last one brings us into union with him placing his spirit within us S- so the covenant does not make him what he would not otherwise be you understand when god made covenant it does not make him what he would not otherwise be that makes sense the covenant is a means For him to reveal who he really is. Come on. I'm going to say something that's going to mess with religion. We're in covenant with him. With no strings attached. I'm in agreement with him. I don't want to go back to where I used to be. No, ain't no Man, that was futile. He calls that. Paul said, "And your your mind was darkened, blinded, so that your life was a futile attempt at, at finding the fullness of who you're created to be." Oh, my goodness. Can I give you just a little more? I don't Let me see what time it is. I want to, yeah, we're good. I got an ocean to put in the temple in eight minutes. Pray for me, Heather. Pray for me. <laughs> I was coming from my my mother-in-law's 90th celebration. There's a friend of mine, his wife coming out. And the pre, uh, the pastor, Ball, such a precious man, was talking and and. And he said, okay. He said, I think it's time to take an offering. And I'm, go, I'm going out the door by the time he says that. And I said, I'm, I'm leaving. I told that other couple, I said, I'm leaving right now. <laughs> he, said, he said, I know what's going to happen. He said, he's going to talk a long time. He said, right. Oh, preacher, that's not you, right? I said, So you you understand that that we're in a good place. The faithfulness of God, the word for faithfulness is a word aman, A-M-A-N. It means to be certain. It means to be enduring, to trust and believe. Faithfulness. Three words come from this word i got to get to the icing on the cake in a minute. This is all icing. Okay, this, there's no cake in this. It's all icing. I mean, started with icing, right? When I eat cake, I usually eat the icing first with this cake. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. Fat-free, right? Three words come from this root, "aman." One of them is Amen. Amen is an English Word that means so it is. Yeah. Second word, Emet, E M E T. It means truth or true. Third word, Immuna. Kind of sounds like immunization shortened, don't it? Mm. <clears throat> immuna means faithfulness. Together, God is infinitely reliable. You can count on him at all times. James 1.17, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. He said, every good gift, every perfect gift come from above. Do you know you're a gift? Joan is a gift. You're a gift. Your life is a gift. I don't care what others say. I don't care what kind of title they give you you may be given the title of X or you might be given the title of, uh, of, of uh, addict. What, whatever title they give you. It's his title that counts. Beloved of the Father. So together, he's infinitely reliable. You can count on him at all times. He's constant, unchangeable. Matthew chapter 3 verse 6, uh, he, he said, I'm the Lord, I never change. James 1.17, let me finish. He said, He said, with whom there's no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Now, some commentators think that James is probably talking about the, the planets and the sun and the moon. Some think, but think about this. They're, they're not far off, but I think he's talking more of the light that God is because 1 John 1 says, God is light, and in him there's no darkness at all, not a trace. There's no shadow of turning, James says. Now, now you understand that we're on earth. There's, there's so many hours of daylight, and because the earth is rotating, we'll, we'll go to, into night, which the, it means there's a shadow, which would be partially true. There's no shadows in him. There's no darkness in him. John 14, 6, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So when you think about Luke 4, 18, Romans five twelve, he talks about sins, which is the principle and power of sin, harmatia. Hang with me just a few more minutes. I'm getting to really good. This is like the really tasty icing right here. Matthew one twenty nine. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin, harmatia, of the world. That's not the good Christian. He takes away the sin of the good believer. That's not what it said. Takes away the sin of the world, the cosmos, everybody. It says, when you think about that, you look at, John, 1 John 1, seven. that's where we were going, I'm sorry. He, he said this, he said, uh, he said, if you walk in the light as he is in the light, you won't walk in darkness. Amen. That means we can walk in liberty, a thesis, liberty. Colossians 1.13 and 14. We find that, here's a picture. Uh, let's, let's read Daniel 9.9. 9. Just for a second. I got a couple of minutes, I know. Everybody with me so far? I think it's very important that we know the reliability of God and the faithfulness of the Father and and the, the efficacy or the efficiency of the sacrifice. How efficient it is. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, then he cleanses us from all sin. And we are made righteous because of his righteousness. Here we go. We were Colossians, right? Daniel 9, 9. Thank you. <laughs> oh, this is good. This is a prophecy. To the Lord our God belong mercy mercy loving kindness, and forgiveness. For we have rebelled against him. Another verse. Now, now I want you to think about something. Uh, yeah, I, I got to read one more. I got about eight more, but we don't have time. So, right? I don't want to live up to the, to the part about preacher just, man. Isaiah 42, 40 verse 2. I want to show you something that brings such liberty in. Speak tenderly to the heart of Jerusalem. Cry to her that her time of service and her warfare are ended. That her punishment is accepted and her iniquity is pardoned. That she's received punishment from the Lord's hand, double for all her sins. Now let me tell you about double. Oh. And then we're going to close with we're not going to close. We're just going to Acts 13. <laughs> you with me? Yeah, OK. Here's the, here's the picture of the double. In the ancient times, the writers probably conf- Isaiah, there was a custom that someone who was in debt would buy parchment paper and write all his debts on that piece of paper. If he was in extreme debt that he couldn't pay and he would nail it to the door of his house in hopes that somebody who was wealthy enough and generous enough would pass by and see that flopping in the breeze. If it was a man who was, or a person who was rich enough and generous enough, and had a a good heart, he would go up, take that list of debts, fold it, and put it on the wall, and write on the outside, paid in full. And he would go to the creditors that were listed, and pay all of his debt. So that from that moment on, He could live in freedom. He paid a debt he did not owe. We owed a debt we could not pay. Acts 13, 39. And through him, everyone who believes, who acknowledges Jesus as his Savior and devotes himself to him, is absolved, cleared, and freed from every charge from which he could not be justified and freed by the law of Moses and given right standing with God. That delivers us from jumping through the hoops, right? Delivers us from the struggle. All I got to do is receive it believe it. I'm free. Look at your neighbor and tell them in the name of Jesus, you have been set free. Your debt is paid in full, paid in full. Do you understand when Jesus hanging on the cross said, it is finished? That wasn't elementary. That that was words that Everybody knew what he was talking about because when there was a war going on, uh, if there was a battle going on, the, the commander would stand on a hilltop and watch the battle take place. And when his army had finally defeated the enemy, he would lift his hands and say, it is finished. It means that fight's over. When Jesus said it is finished he was saying your fight's over that fight's done you win come on stand with me ooh you win The Bible said the goodness, Paul said, the goodness of God leads us to repentance. Didn't say the hardship and the trials and the struggles and the, and the hurt and the abandonment, the rejection. And all that we wrestle with. The disappointment in our track record. He said, there's another who's Faithful. He is so faithful that his goodness would deliver us and receive our list folded double. And on the outside, written in blood, paid in full. So I want to pray for you. The Lord is continuing to grow me and mature me in my understanding of His goodness, of His extreme. Do you know this grace is a scandal? When Jesus called Matthew, it was scandalous to the religious crowd because <laughs> he looked past what they had called him from everything from a dog in the garbage heap to a pig to a to, to piece of trash and the Bible said on a certain day Jesus saw man <sighs> he didn't see all those tags and titles he saw his beloved He said, come follow me. What convinced Matthew to leave all that wealth? Just let it go. And follow him. I believe it was the look in his eyes. I believe it was the look of covenant. Coming into covenant with this father. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. So if you're here today and you've been struggling with your ID there's been some identity theft. Come on, somebody. And he's here to restore our true identity so that we're not without a share, that we become a partaker. That's what Peter said. We've been made partakers of the divine nature so that we have everything that pertains to life and godliness. So I want to pray for you. But if that's you, if you're str- let me tell you, you're in a safe place. I want you to slip your hand up if you're struggling with that. Yeah. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Let me tell you what the Holy Spirit is here to do. He's here to show you what the Father's like. He's here to take you to Jesus. He said, No man can come to me except the Spirit draw him. And he said, no man can come to the Father except by me. So I'm telling you, your life's about to change in a radical way. Because the Holy Spirit is going to get all up in your heart, in your stuff. And he's going to say, paid in full. You can rest now, because it's finished. This battle's over. Folded, double." I'm about to run, y'all. It's over. I want you to understand, when Jesus said it is finished, it meant it was over. So I want you to stop trying, trying to fix yourself. Stop trying to fix yourself. Let the Holy Spirit bring you to a place of rest in His love, in His, 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 His divine attention on you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every person that raised their hands. I pray for every person, Lord, like myself, that has struggled with our identity, struggled with what Jesus did for us, thinking, Lord, I, we have a part. Lord, there's your love is unconditional. Lord, you never change. Your gift of love comes through the covenant. But, Father, we can miss out and we cannot have a share in because we refuse to agree with you about our sin, just like the, the Pharisee and the publican that Jesus gave the parable, and, and the Pharisee said, I'm glad I'm not like him, and, and the publican said, Be merciful to me, a sinner. He came into agreement with you about his condition. And Lord, he was justified because of his agreement with you. And Lord, we give you praise today. We come in agreement with you. And and Lord, we become just because of the blood of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that we can come into the Holy of Holies by a new and living way, by the power of the good news that we are free and liberated by the power of Jesus' name. So I pray right now, every harassing spirit be gone. Every spirit of doubt and condemnation be gone. Let every spirit Spirit, Lord, that would hinder us from coming into the fullness of the Father's love be gone right now in the name of Jesus. And Let us walk in the fellowship and the communion of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Lord, today that we live in this spot right now because you positioned us, Lord, so that you could bless us with that great love. And we give you glory in the name of Jesus. And since you got good credit, we thank you in advance that what you're going to do in us is going to be so much greater than where we are now. but, 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 You're continuing to do that good work in us, and we give you glory. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, "Amen." Amen. Standing for my children's daddy, you mean Jesus? We three agree. Amen. He's always been a person that seemed he needed no help from anyone, and he's facing something now. He needs Jesus. Amen. He thinks he's saved. Amen. And he needs him now. Amen. And I curse the word of grace. Amen. Amen. That's what the enemies. Amen. Father, we come in agreement that, Lord, has, has, the blinders are off. And, Lord, he may be sitting in darkness, but not for long. We thank you, Lord, that you're shining unto him. And, Lord, every spirit that's uh, Lord, trying to influence his choices, his decision, and his outlook. We bind that spirit in the name of Jesus, and we give you praise, Lord. We, we're not using the word, Lord, uh, Father, to try to leverage anything, but, God, we come in agreement to your faithfulness, Lord. Our faith, uh, Lord, is active in believing in your faithfulness. So we thank you, Lord, that 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 man is touched now by your Spirit. And, God, it's your will for him uh, to be blessed in the name of Jesus. So we come in agreement and call it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.